The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Do your job, you'll dominate this team. You yeah. it. Go have some fun and put on a show, you got me? It's Friday night, and it's time for the High School Huddle, featuring Morgan Ehlers, a preview of high school football action from across eastern North Carolina. Now, from the Pirate Radio Studios in Uptown Greenville, here's Morgan Ehlers. Good evening and welcome inside the High School Huddle on a beautiful Friday night here in eastern North Carolina. A little bit of fall is in the air, and that means high school football. we got a big show for you coming up as we get you set for all the action throughout the area here this evening. We've got some uh, great games going on, some Conference openers, including Farmville Central at Southwest Edgecombe. Aiden Grifton taking on West Craven. Then we've got North Pitt. They're taking on Green Central. Washington at Pamlico County. South Central is at home against Jacksonville Northside and J.H. Rose. They open up the Big Carolina 4A, 3A Conference as they host the Jacksonville Cardinal. D.H. Conley is off this week, so there will be no Pirate Radio Game of the Week, but we still will talk with Coach Nate Connor here in just a little bit and talk about where his team stands going into the bye week here tonight. Big thanks to all our sponsors here tonight bringing you the high school huddle tiebreakers, Green Velado World, Angus Grill, Champions Health and Fitness, Seared Chop House, and Nash Hot Chicken. I'm Morgan Ehlers. The first quarter of tonight's show kicks off right after this. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle as quarter number one kicks off here this evening. I'm Morgan Ehlers, and the first quarter of tonight's show is being brought to you by Champions Health and Fitness at 4190 Bayswater Drive in Greenville. Visit them online at championsofgreenville.com. Bayswater Drive is right behind the fire tower off Fire Tower Road. You can't miss it. A great job. Greg Lassiter and the staff do at Champions Health and Fitness. Been in business going on 40 years. Greg Lassiter has been serving the health and fitness needs of the folks here in Greenville and Eastern North Carolina. Champions Health and Fitness, state-of-the-art, very clean, friendly family environment. They have all sorts of uh, equipment in there. They've also got boot camp, cycle, muscle pump, step and sculpt yoga yoga flow open 24 hours a day visit them online right now at champions of greenville.com tell greg lasseter you heard it right here on pirate radio and the high school huddle also a uh, big sponsor here tonight is the angus grill angus grill with three locations in greenville two in the wilmington area now to serve you jeff kwan and the staff at the angus grill have what you need when it comes to burgers if it's single double triple patty burgers they make it the way you like it over 29 different kinds of burgers to choose from also delicious cheese steaks cheese uh uh cheese steaks chicken cheese steaks they've got it they've got handcrafted beer paired perfectly with their handcrafted hand patty burgers angus grill three locations over by the hospital in stanton square on jarvis street in the uh grid in uptown greenville and then also over by Pitt community college go by and see angus grill today again tell them you heard it right here inside the high school huddle as we kick off the show this evening, looking at our games, Farmville Central is at home against Southwest Edgecombe. It is the conference over for both of these teams. Farmville Central 4-0 and on the season, coming off that 50 to nothing win last week against Roanoke Rapids. And joining me now is the head coach of the Jaguars, Coach Rod Cook. Coach, first of all, congratulations. Big 4-0 start. Kind of a unique game last week. You played on Thursday to start with. And then you came in and only played one half and still put 50 on the board. Talk, Tell about the thoughts of, first of all, the game in the first half and then the thought process about uh, not playing the second. 
well, the first half it was just it was, it was a little um, wild. Um, we had to make we had to play on Thursdays just to, to do the. Um, it was what part of our game we had to get pick up for uh, not being able to play South Central who we originally had on the schedule, and coach had prior um, commitments for that weekend, so we had to play Thursday. So that's that's the only reason we played on Thursday. We agreed to do that, and then um, well, we started the game out kind of slow. Um, turned the ball over first drive. And, you know, I, it was a pad. I think it was should have been an incomplete pad, but it was called a fumble. So it is. It is. Um, then uh, had to get a huge stop. You know, they, they would they drove down the field and got inside the twenty. Defense played very well, and I think set the tone from that series on and not letting them get in the end zone. Uh, then we came back and scored, and then had a lightning delay. So uh, we had to go in for thirty minutes and came back out. And then it's like you know, I guess we finally woke up and uh, started doing what we've been doing uh, offensively. And being aggressive, getting downfield, making big plays, and the defense just stayed uh, stayed hot all night, uh, getting their assignments, playing really hard, playing physical, and uh, special teams too. I, I don't think I've ever, I told the coach, been, and I'm a special team guy. You know, we always focus on that, but I, I have you have to be hard pressed to find any time. Um, you know, a team has scored four special teams touchdowns in four games, and that's what we've done so far. I think uh, only. The only game we didn't score a special team touchdown was against Amico the week before. So, and as far as the second half, um, I, I had nothing to do with that. Um, the head coach came to me at halftime and said that they were uh, forfeiting the game. Oh wow! I know that in high school you do have the running clock when there's the mercy rule with the running clock, and that's been in place for several years. But very rarely do you ever have a, a that situation right there. But uh, again, it is what it is. Your team is 4-0, and you're going into conference play tonight, Coach Cook, against Southwest Edgecombe. They're 2-2, two and two, falling to Tarboro last week, 35-20. to 20. Tarboro, arguably one of the, the, the top teams in eastern North Carolina. So this Southwest Edgecombe team, uh, again, played Tarboro pretty tough last week, and you're going to have a, a, a heck of a matchup to start your conference play here tonight. Yes, sir. We're looking forward to it. Um, you know, we know people been talking especially in conference and uh that we haven't played nobody and record wise on, on paper i mean that you know it, it's just a fact you know most teams we played do not all four of those teams don't have a winning record um you know i can predict how those teams would be when we schedule them and you know we just we do our job you know we, we get on the field and we do what we're supposed to do um so i know we're looking forward to this because uh southwest you know last year was the first time we beat them in seven years and you know, it's a conference game, and the you know they come they're going to come in here, you know, ready to go, ready to you know you know get there, get back at us for you know, what happened last year at their place. Well, coach, you guys, uh, you know, it's you talk about what other people say, and as a coach, you have to tell you and your your guys just to to drown out the noise, and that happens all the time in sports, especially in today's world of of, of social media. But uh, you guys have got a good program. You're building it the right way, and really excited to see uh, where your team dra- uh, goes so far in the rest of the season. Absolutely, I appreciate it very much. And um, you know, that's what I told our guys. I said, uh, I mean, rightfully so. In, in some aspects, yeah. Uh, people on the outside looking in, they don't know the work we've been putting in since January. To be honest, uh, they don't know what we've been doing throughout the summer. They don't know what we do, you know, on a daily day, daily basis, day to day basis. 
uh, as far as our work you know, by my coaching staff, by the players in the weight room, uh, in the classroom, in the hallway. So, uh, yeah, they have a right to say that. Um, but again, I also told them that we've done what we're supposed to do. You know, and if you're uh, better than the team, then you take business. You don't, you don't give the team, uh, uh, you know, chance to be in the game if you have that opportunity. Well, we really appreciate uh, everything you do, and good luck tonight against Southwest Edgecombe. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate it. That's the head coach of the Farmville Central Jaguars, Ron Cook, joining us here inside the huddle. His team getting ready to take on Southwest Edgecombe. Another conference opener is Aiden Grifton at home against Wes Craven. The Chargers are 3-1, and one, coming off that big 21-12 win last week against Pamlico County. Wes Craven, 1-3, and three, following last week's 20-13 loss to Havelock. Their only win is also coming against Pamlico County, opening weekend 58-8. to eight. And joining us now, the head coach of the Chargers, Coach Paul Cornwell. He joins us here inside the huddle. And Coach, congratulations on that big win last week. I know it was an exciting win, back and forth all game, and your Chargers found a way to win it and hold on to the lead and play. Uh, Pull out that W. Yeah, we uh, it was a very uh, close game uh, throughout, and then the fourth quarter we were able to take the lead and then get a stop and get the ball back and basically uh, maintain possession until we ran the clock out. So that was uh, that's definitely a, a big part of the growing experience. So uh, it was a big win for us. Three and one going into tonight's game against West Craven. Mentioned West Craven is one and three, but. West Craven always has really good athletes. They're well coached, and last week they uh, went toe to toe with uh, perennial power Havelock, falling twenty to thirteen. What's the scouting report on the Eagles? Well, when your three losses are against the def- like defending state two A champion, defending state four A champion, and one of the best three A teams in the pro in the state, you know there's, there's uh you know there's a lot there uh, to unpack for sure. But they have a really good football team. Uh, Coach Twitchell is one of the best in the area. Um, you know, they're always, they always have plenty of talent. They're extremely well coached. Um, I think they were one of the top couple teams uh, predicted in our conference for good reason. So, um, you know, they do a lot of things well. And so we're going to definitely have to play uh, extremely well to give ourselves a chance. But, you know, the, the, we've been trying to keep things close and we get to the fourth quarter with an opportunity. Uh, that's kind of been our plan, so we'll try to do the same thing this week. You, you, your team is young. You've got the numbers that the the Chargers haven't had in several years in developing the players. Talk about some of the young guys that have really stepped up and that you can be excited about when you go out on the field tonight. Well, um, you know, one of our older guys, Ashton Watkins, is that quarterback, and uh, I had a great week last week. We threw for almost 300 yards, and I'm, I'm fairly certain that's close to a school record if it's not the record. And uh, Jack Ewell is a, is a junior who uh, has been our leading receiver, is also probably one of our leading tacklers on defense. Um, and, uh, you know, we've just got some good young guys throughout. Uh, Zamir Nelson is a sophomore, has been one of our leading receivers. Um you know, and we've got some guys on defense. Uh, Joe Anderson has uh, made a lot of big plays for us on the defensive line. So we, you know, it's it's a good mix of kids. We are fairly young for sure, uh, but our older guys are hungry. They haven't won a lot of games, so they're excited about the start. And hopefully, uh, moving into conference schedule, we're uh, we're turning the corner. 
Well, Coach, we know it's going to be a, a great night for football tonight against West Craven, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking with you next week of 4-1 and one Aiden Griffin Charger squad. Well, let's hope so. Thank you. Paul Cornwell joining us here inside the huddle. That does it for the first quarter of tonight's show. Thank you to all of our sponsors, Tiebreakers, Greenville Auto World, Angus Grill, Champions Health and Fitness, Seared Chop House, and Nash Hot Chicken for bringing you the high school huddle each and every week. Coming up next, we're going to be talking with the head coach of the 4-0 North Pitt Panthers. Also, Washington getting their first win. They've got a big matchup coming up against Pamlico County. We'll look at those games and much more coming up next here in the second quarter of the high school huddle. You're listening to the High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside the High School Huddle. Second quarter of tonight's show is being brought to you by Green Velado World and Tiebreaker is Green Velado World. Go by and see Tommy Cook and his staff at Green Velado World. They are now part of the driveherenow.com network. Driveherenow.com is run by local people who buy, service, detail, everything directly to you. Green Velado World, now the fifth dealer in the driveherenow.com network. Get shopping today at driveherenow.com. Choose a location near you. Driveherenow.com and Greenville Auto World, serving Eastern North Carolina for over 47 years and proud supporter of the Pirates. And also Tiebreakers Sports Bar and Grill. Tiebreakers with Bram Anderson and his staff. They've got a location on Smithwick Drive in the Bell's Fork location of Greenville. Also in Winterville on Main Street and a new location coming in early october make sure you make tiebreakers your number one spot for covering all your sports great food great fun tiebreakers sports bar and grill tiebreakers in greenville have over 27 televisions just to take care of you got a big weekend of course east carolina taking on appalachian state at three o'clock on saturday make tiebreakers your home for the pirates all season long in the nfl week number two kicks off uh, this weekend and they've got them all every game all the time at tiebreakers sports bar grill two locations in greenville and winterville and the newest location coming to greenville coming up in early october north pitt as at green central this evening the panthers off to a hot 4-0 start and uh, green central now is one and three following the loss last week 53 26 to eastern wayne north pitt played uh, originally scheduled for Friday night at Edenton Homes. That game was pushed back until Monday, and the Panthers won that game 38-30. to And joining us now is the head coach of the North Pitt Panthers, Coach C.J. Wilson. And Coach, first of all, congratulations. It was really bizarre how much water the Edenton area got the other night, and you guys ended up pushing that game back to Monday. Talk a little bit about that and uh, how that had to get your team to refocus going into Monday night. Uh, that was a tough, first of all, thanks for having me on, but it was a tough, um, you know, break for us, you know, having to go there on Friday, get down there in rain and not be able to play and then have all weekend off and to just go out there and pretty much do it from just, you know, memory, just go out there and just coach it. That's a hard, that's a hard way to be versus a great team as a youth team. You know, they don't lose much, especially at home. So, you know, I'm proud of the guys how we fought, you know, to the end, but it was, it was a tough you know, you talk about the play of some of your players. They're really just stepping up this year, 4-0. Uh, North Pitt over the years has struggled a little bit getting the numbers up. But it's funny when teams start to win, people want to be part of that. 
and they definitely want to be part of your program now. Some of your younger feeder programs doing extremely well as well. Talk about the 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 excitement within the locker room at North Pitt. Um, it's it's funny you say that. Um, it wasn't no surprise, and that the guys are excited. But we've been working since the summer, and I always I've been just drilling in the head. We're gonna win, we're gonna win, we're gonna win. Championship, championship, championship team, and the guys understand that they work hard every day. So I got a great coaching staff this year, and we understand about what's you know the uphill battle we still have. Um, and so you know, getting the win, every win is a big win, but we know that it's the next next one up every day one day at a time and so we're excited but we always know it's, it's back to business you know we just we happy with the win but hey it, 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 we put the work in you're gonna win from, uh, from the work you put in during the week and you've got a tough one tonight green central the rams uh they lost last week to eastern wayne they're one and three on the season played a tough early season schedule but this is always such a good matchup a lot of history between north pitt and green central Yes, sir, and I, I agree. You know, and one thing I, I told my team um, on Tuesday: don't, don't, don't let that record fool you, and don't think that this team is not good just because they won in three. If you put the film on, I, I think, and the coaching staff agree with me that Green Central looks better than anybody we played so far this year, especially front seven. But we know it's going to be a tough battle, and that's we, we are, you know, excited for the battle. But we know it's going to be tough. We're not, we're not um, overlooking uh, them in, a, in any way, so it's fashion and playing at green central it's always a neat place to play it's a community school much like yourself where people in the community rally around that program win or lose you know it's going to be a tough environment to play that's the truth you know my first year going there i saw, I saw what people meant by a tough environment they got the uh, pig picking the, the, uh, the guys uh tailgating it's loud the guys are just uh you know excited on that side green central they come out every week with that, that that fire and excitement so it's gonna be something so we, we just trying to figure out how to ride our guys you know be playing on monday then turn around playing on fridays is hard i don't care what level you at and so a lot of guys we got a lot of injuries a lot of bank uh a lot of bruises bumps and bro but we're still gonna fight to the end because we want to win we want to continue to uh the, the way we've been going so far this season so we were looking for a tough matchup tomorrow well, Coach, we know you're going to have your your Panthers ready, and we're we hope to be talking to you next week with a five and zero North Pitt team. Yes, sir. Hopefully, hopefully we get that win. That's C.J. Wilson, the head coach of North Pitt, joining us here inside the huddle. I'm Morgan Aylers, and now let's go to Beaufort County and talk to the head coach of the Washington Panpack, Coach Matt Taylor. He joins us now, and Coach, you're one and two on the year. Did you hear that? You're one and two. You got your first win last week against Kinston as a high school head football coach. Congratulations. That's a special moment in the Taylor household. No, it really is. And it was a lot of fun. And, you know, it's hard to win football games, especially here and here in the East and in this conference. And with our schedule, it's hard to get a football win. A lot of things have to happen. And uh, it was fun celebrating it. I was happy for the kids and obviously selfishly i was happy for myself and all the hard work that went into it it was a lot of fun well we know it's just the first of many and uh talk about that game against kinston 12-7 again your first win of the year and you've had some games that uh and we've talked it's always you go back and watch film it's not as good as it looks it's not as bad as it looks but your team has been pretty good on defense for the most part this year and to hold a, a kinston team to only seven points says a lot well, and I still don't know, haven't quite figured out how we did it. You know, they had plenty of opportunities, and our boys rallied behind each other and played really good, and they were coachable, and, 
you know, we had a game plan and they executed very well. And, you know, Kinston's going to be very successful and they're going to have a great football year and they're young just like we are. So my hat's off to them and it's going to be fun continuing that game as we go down this path. You know, our defense, you know, we, we want to play, be good on offense and defense and we kind of spread our team around like that. And, you know, I, they rally behind each other and it was more than just defense. Our offense was putting them in good situations to where they could have some success and it really was a team win and I, we were just fortunate to come out on the upper end of it. Well, tonight you're going to be taking on a Pamlico County team 0-4 on the season. They fell last week to Aiden Grifton 21-12. to They've struggled a little bit this year. They're a young football team, haven't had a lot of success so you know they're going to come in hungry uh, against your Pam Pack tonight. No, absolutely and it's a home game so that adds more stuff to it and you know, look, it, it, the record is what it is, but they're they're a good football team, and they're coming out there and practicing this week. And the same team that we saw, you know, it, it's the same for us. You know, we're going to get better each week. So the same team, the team that we're seeing on film with them versus Aiden Grifton, isn't going to be the same team that comes out here and plays us on Friday. So, you know, we're just trying to be the best versions of ourselves that we can be. And as always, you know, you, you're. You're putting in your game plan for the opponent, but you're really focused on yourself and your execution. So all that stuff kind of takes care of itself. Well, Matt, we we know you're excited. Uh, Again, congratulations on win number one in the Matt Taylor era over in Washington. And hopefully next week we're going to be talking to you at uh, 2 and 2 for the Pam Pack. I hope so. And, And then it's time to get in the conference. So I appreciate everything you do. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Coach Matt Taylor of the Washington Pam Pack. Second quarter is now in the books. Second quarter and all of our show is sponsored by Nash Hot Chicken, Seared Chop House, Champions Health and Fitness, Angus Grill, Greenville Auto World, and Tiebreakers. Coming up, big quarter of action in the third quarter of tonight's show. We'll be looking at South Central and J.H. Rose analyzing those games. Also talking with the coaches. And a little bit later on, we'll be talking with the head coach of the D.H. Conley Vikings, Coach uh, Nate Connor, as well as Brian North from WCTI TV 12. I'm Morgan Nailers, the high school huddle rolls on right after this. You're listening to the high school huddle. Now back to the show. Welcome back inside the high school huddle for the third quarter of tonight's show sponsored by Nash hot chicken. 114 East 5th Street in Uptown, downtown Greenville. I still call it Uptown, even though they've changed it out to downtown, which they never should have changed it from downtown to Uptown, but now it's back downtown. But it's Nash Hot Chicken. It's 114 East 5th Street, right near the Pirate Radio Stations. Hot Chicken, cold beer, live music seven days a week. And Nash Hot Chicken caters. They have the mouth-watering Nashville Hot Chicken homemade sides like mac and cheese, baked beans, hand-cut fries, and many, many more. Give them a call today if you'd like to have a takeout order at 999-5444. Nash Hot Chicken. Hot chicken, cold beer, and live music. they got a really cool venue. If you've never been in there, it's it's very intimate and stage. And they've got the uh, great musicians that come through there seven days a week. Go by and check them out. Have dinner, some live entertainment, drink an ice cold beer. Nash Hot Chicken, 114 East 5th Street, and uptown greenville nash hot chicken 
cold beer and live music. J.H. Rose is at home kicking off the big Carolina 3A 4A conference with a tough matchup against the Jacksonville Cardinals and joining us now is the head coach of the J.H. Rose Rampage, Coach Will Bland. And Coach, let's go back a week if we can. It wasn't the outcome you guys were hoping for 38-14 falling to Hogger last week. Uh, talk about that game. Fell behind early, made a rally late, but it just wasn't enough to catch up. Yeah, I think, um, again, uh, we still struggling with trying to start fast, and we can't put ourselves in a big holes like we do in the last couple of games that we played non-conference. So hopefully we got that fixed and we come out and start fast and continue with the momentum. Well, you got a tough one tonight against Jacksonville. They won 38-5-8 to last week against West Carteret. This is a team that over the years has been one of the, the mainstays in, in high school football throughout Eastern North Carolina. And there's been a lot of connections between the Cardinals and the Rampants. I know uh, Coach Baker was at Jacksonville for a long time, coached at Rose. Uh, Coach Williams, who's down there now, his dad uh, was one of the coaches. You know, Coach Williams went to East Carolina. So there's a lot of connections when you're looking at Jacksonville and J.H. Rose. There, there are, and then um, you know, it's a, it's a friendly atmosphere. We like to be competitive, but at the end of the day, we all know that, uh, that we all know each other, and um, like you said, a bunch of a bunch of um, legends there. So I'm just happy um, I get the opportunity to play against these guys and show what we can do. Well, let's talk about your squad right now. Again, fell behind last week, battle, tried to battle back, but that's sort of been the mo of the last couple weeks. Uh, a mistake here, a mistake there. And the game changes and swings dramatically. And those are the things that, as a coaching staff, it's got to drive you crazy at times. It does. And, and you know, if you look at the film and you, it's, it's not as worse as you think it is, but then you go back and look at it, you be like, all right, well, we didn't make this mistake. Or if we didn't blow this cover, it'd be a lot closer game. So with this week in practice, try to cheer that up. And I told the guys today during our walkthrough, guys, let's just go out there and have fun. I think we lost some of that during a non-conference game, so I hope that we can go out there and just have fun this Enjoy the moment being out there playing in front of your own crowd. Well, let's talk about the scouting report for Jacksonville. Again, they're 3-0 and on the season. When you look at tape, what can we expect to see at Percy Daniels Field tonight? Well, you know, they run that, um, they run that read option, scribble option. They got a great running back in um, Damon Jones, who's been that seemed like forever. He's only a junior, but he's been playing ever since. Uh, so we just got to um, execute and follow our keys. You know, often as – Playing against the offense, you got to make sure you got somebody on the running back, somebody on the quarterback, and somebody on the pitch. And if you can do that, then you can be a very successful defense. And the offense, we want to make it simple, and then want to get our playmakers the ball. And I think last week we showed a little bit of that, but we want to make sure we can get it into their hands so they can make some things happen. Well, we know your team will be ready to play tonight. It's going to be a great environment with uh, beautiful weather, and you know the rampant faithful always show out. And imagine Jacksonville is going to have a good crowd tonight, and it's a uh, good night for the Rampants when you're looking at that gate, huh? Yes, sir. It's a good night. Anytime these two um, schools come in and play, you know you're going to have a real good gate, um, just because the history of the last couple of years with us. So um, if we can go out there and. Um, do what we're supposed to do on our end, then I think it'll be a great night for the Rampant and everybody to come out there and watch us. That is the head coach of the J.H. Rose Rampants, Will Bland, joining us here prior to their game against Jacksonville. Now another Jacksonville team that will be in Pitt County tonight is Northside Jacksonville. They'll be at South Central. Coach Chris Cherry joins us now. Central South Central is 2-2 two and two on the season. Fell to Currituck County last week. And Coach, 2-2 two and two on this uh, season. Hard to believe we're almost halfway there. Uh, 
throughout the season and it's the start of conference play and I know you and your staff have really been uh, dialing in your squad getting them ready for this stretch of conference run and there's no uh, room for the faint hearted when it comes to this big Carolina 3A 4A conference I uh, know uh, this, this is one of the better leagues in the state and you have to strap them up and be ready to play um, every night and at the same token we're um, excited to get going uh, Friday night you know, talk about, if we can, the game last week against Currituck County. Didn't obviously come out the way you had hoped. A few mistakes uh, in the game, it, it cost your team. But watching tape, uh, you know, we, we mentioned it once or twice already on the show, games aren't as always good as they appear and not as bad as they appear when you sit back there and, lo- and look on tape. I know there were a lot of teachable moments in the game against Currituck County. Oh, yes. Um, it's not, you know, I, I told the kids at the beginning of the week, um, we probably weren't as good as we played the first two weeks, and we're not as bad as we've played the last two weeks. You know, we just have to find a, a middle ground and not get too high, not get too low, and let's, and let's just find some consistent play. You're going to be taking on a, a Monarch team from Northside Jacksonville tonight that is one in three. They fell last week 35-22 to White Oak. When you watch them on film, what do you see and what's the scouting report on the Monarchs? Uh very athletic, uh, quick outside receivers. Uh, quarterback has a really good arm. Uh, defensively, uh, even front, they like to fly around. Um, it'll be, be, be a good test for us. They played a, a really good non-conference schedule. And so, you know, you can't always look at records. You know, you got to take each game as a separate entity. You know, your Falcons, uh, new coaching staff, new mentality, and you've got a lot of new faces that maybe uh, might be familiar to the folks at South Central but aren't to some of the people who aren't as familiar. Talk about some of the players who have really stepped up through four games this year. Uh, We've had uh, numerous uh, guys that step up throughout the year. I'm not, you know, related to, you know, just maybe individual performances. Uh, We've got to get consistent effort out of more people. That's really our goal. Well, Coach, we know you're going to be ready for this game tonight, conference open against Northside Jacksonville. Thanks for being inside the huddle, and we'll talk with you next week. All right, thanks a lot. Coach Chris Jerry from South Central. His Falcons are taking on the Monarchs of Northside Jacksonville tonight. Opening conference matchup. That does it for the third quarter of tonight's show. We'd like to uh, thank all the coaches here from South Central and J.H. Rose joining us in the third quarter. Also, thanks to all of our sponsors. We've got Champions Health and Fitness, Seared Chop House, Nash Hot Chicken, Tiebreakers, Greenville Auto World, and Angus Grill. Coming up next, we'll be talking with the head coach of the D.H. Conley Vikings, Coach Nate Connor. Also, Brian North from WCTI TV 12 and the Blitz will be joining us in the fourth quarter, previewing action throughout Eastern North Carolina. I'm Morgan Ayler's The High School Huddle rolls on right after this. You're listening to The High School Huddle. Now, back to the show. Welcome back inside The High School Huddle as we kick off the fourth quarter of tonight's show, sponsored by Seared Chop House at 1909 East Fire Tower Road at the corner of Arlington and Fire Tower in Greenville. SeareChopHouse.com, 756-8199. Book a table. The great date night experience. If you haven't been to Seared Chop House, you really need to go delicious choice cuts of usda meats they've got succulent seafood decadent desserts and they've got a great selection of handcrafted cocktails premium wines and bourbons seared chop house the great ultimate date night experience again book a table now at seared or call them at 756-8199 <laughs> 
1-855-685-6819. Open for brunch on Saturday from 10 to 1. And then Sunday, my favorite, Sunday brunch from 10 until 3. You go by Sear Chop House, 1909 East Fire Tower Road in Greenville. Sear Chop House, the ultimate date night experience. D.H. Conley, the team we cover on our Pirate Radio Game of the Week, is having a bye week this week. But joining us here inside the huddle is the head coach of the Vikings. And coach, uh, a much-needed bye week, week four of the season. Uh, last week against Northern Nash, tough, hard-fought loss, 37-12, one and three on the season. When you sit back and uh, look at uh, what you've got going on with your program, we talked at preseason about having some experience mixed with some younger players how do you evaluate your squad right now after four four games? Well, thanks a lot for having me, Morgan. And, you know, I'm very proud of the way we played last week. Uh, the score might not indicate it at the end of the game. that kind of pulled away with a score or two. Um, we were in control of that game in the first half. came out, had a chance in the second half to kind of separate ourselves, and we, we didn't make those plays. But what I was excited about, you talked about it, I feel like our experience is growing. Um, I think we – I think we showed that this past week against a very, very solid opponent, a very good football team that's undefeated, uh, has state championship aspirations in 3A, and uh, I thought we played well. And some, some young guys started to mature in some of those big moments, and it's exciting going into a bye week. Hey, let's, let's re- regroup here. Let's build on some things and be ready to go into our conference slate. Well, you got an off week this week, so a lot of times you sort of reevaluate and do use this bye week as more of an instructional week to internalize some things that you really need to focus on for the for the stretch run in your conference play. What are some of the key areas you're looking at and working and been working on this week? You know, getting back to our fundamentals and our base plays, we've kind of established what our core plays are going to be for our offense, our defense, and our special teams. And uh, making some improvements, but not getting away. We don't have to keep creating all these new things every week. We must be getting better at the things we do well and just going back and focusing on those. And that way, when we come into a game week, if there's a tweak that fits with the system or the against the team we're going against, it just helps us that much more. We've taken this time to get a little bit better at our base. Um, and we put a big focus on special teams. I think we've made some explosive plays on special teams this year. We did this past game. Um, and continue to make a difference in those things. It's been a, it's been a big week for us, and as far as that goes. Next week, you kick off playing the big Carolina 3A, 4A conference against Northside Jacksonville. And you and I have talked over the years about sort of breaking the season up in the the uh, you know the non-conference, the conference, and then getting ready for the for the playoffs. But conference plays so important when you're seeding and and getting ready for those playoffs. Yes, and we wanted to challenge ourselves for for these non-conference games to get into this conference. I feel like we've done that. Uh, now it starts out this first first game against Northside. They have a very good team. They were a very strong opponent last year, um, and, and that was a great test early on, which then we go into right our big stretch run. No bye week in between those games. Before we start the slate, but we got a run ahead of us between J.H. Rose and Jacksonville and Havelock and Newburn. I mean, that's quite a stretch we got to go through. Well, Coach, we know you and your staff will have the Vikings ready next week in our Pirate Radio Game of the Week at Northside. And uh, enjoy your weekend off, and we'll be talking with you next week prior to uh, the Northside Jacks game. Thanks a lot, Morgan. Go Vikings. That's the head coach of the D.H. Conley Vikings, Coach Nate Connor, joining us here inside the huddle. Now let's go to WCTI-TV12's host of The Blitz each and every Friday night, 11 p.m., Mr. Brian North joins us now. And, Brian, week number five 
already of the high school football season sort of almost to that midway point uh and it's uh an exciting time beautiful fall football weather here tonight and uh you get that little coolness in the air that little north breeze really uh starts to feel like football and combine that with conference play getting underway for um, about half the teams in our viewing area and yep it's uh it really starts to kick in a little bit. It just seems to matter a little bit more as it gets a little cooler. And uh, we really got some great rivalry games that are also big conference games tonight around the area. Let's talk about some of those games that you'll be covering tonight on the Blitz. Well, I think the big one, you know, the game of the century for this week is uh, Newburn and Havelock, both undefeated going into this one. But interesting where the pro- two programs are right now with Newburn, new head coach Terrence Taxby. They lost a lot of seniors. They're kind of learning as they go here we thought by week five or six we start getting a better understanding of what they are and 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 i think we are we're seeing good balance uh, both the running game and and the passing game their defense has, has been good again and then you've got havelock who's great everywhere except quarterback they're still trying to figure out their quarterback situation they've been rotating two guys but they've been in a lot of really close games they found ways to win but i know they're still trying to figure out that quarterback situation much like ecu right if they could figure out the quarterback they, they think they could be really good and so uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do on friday night against newburn yeah this could be actually called the board of education bowl in craven county couldn't it <laughs> there is a lot of um there's a lot of stuff that happened in the offseason that certainly uh, took away from the actual football aspect and still kind of continues to this day a little bit uh uh, depending on who you talk to and the rumblings that you hear. But, um, yeah, this is, you know, uh, Havelock went with Brett Wooten as their head coach kind of by default. And, and um, Caleb King was denied, but he's still on the staff. And so it, it's just a really weird sense in what's happening with Havelock and, and them being under the microscope. And then Newburn with new, new head coach Terrence Saxby, uh, with the principal leaving, with Tori Nowell leaving, and now you've got a new regime there. So it's just, yeah, it, 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 there's been – Board of Education influence on this game, there's no doubt. Well, you can use that tonight on the show. You have my permission. The Board of Education Bowl from Craven County. <laughs> I like it. I may give you credit. For that. Let's talk about uh, some of the other games you'll be covering. I know there's some uh, some exciting matchups. You've got uh, North Pitt at Green Central. Aiden Grifton, 3-1. and one. They're going to uh, you know, be battling West Craven. West Craven, as we talked with Coach Paul, Paul Cornwell, they're 1-3, but they've lost to three teams that could be competing for state championships. So uh, they always play a tough early schedule, and they're going to be getting back at it tonight as the conference kicks off against Aiden Grifton. West Craven's three losses are the teams that are all undefeated, Newburn, Havelock, and East Duplin. So it's, there's no shame in that by any means. They've had a few injuries, but uh, they were picked to win the conference again, and so now it starts against a resurgent uh, Aiden Grifton team, and then uh, they get a Washington, and then they get a bye week, and then the big one with Farmville. So um, I know Mike Twitchell is happy to get into conference play. So, But look, now uh, Aiden Grifton's going to give them everything they want. Paul Cornwell has instilled confidence in that team really quickly, and so that's been good to see. Well, Brian, we appreciate uh, all you do in covering high school football. Look forward to watching you on the Blitz tonight at 11 o'clock. Oh, yes, sir. We'll have mullet bucket highlights, too. East and West Carteret. Do you remember your mullet bucket days? I do remember the mullet bucket days. And if you're not from Carteret County, you're going, what the hell is a mullet bucket? But it is the, the trophy they get. that uh, It's a wooden bucket. It's got mullet butt bucket written on it. And it is the yep. what they used to bring the mullet in off the boats way back in the day. And uh, it's the mullet bucket for East Carteret yep. and West Carteret. 
Yep, the winner gets to paint it their school colors, and it's been uh, red, white, and blue for a few years now. And so uh, we'll see if East has anything before them. It's been a tough tar- start to East, but but West has got some offense, so uh, we'll see what happens in that one. Brian, thanks so much, and I uh, look forward to seeing you on the Blitz. All uh, right, thank you, Morgan. Ready? All right. Brian North, WCTI TV 12, joining us here inside the huddle. Final whistle for tonight's show is being heard, and it's brought to you by Tiebreakers Sports Bar and Grill, Green Velado World Angus Grill, Champions Health and Fitness, Seared Chop House, Nash Hot Chicken. An exciting night of high school football getting underway. Once again, there is no D.H. Conley Pirate Radio Game of the Week. The Vikings are off this week, so we'll be back next week against Northside Jacksonville. But we've got an exciting night of football throughout Eastern North Carolina. Go out there and enjoy the games. It's a beautiful night for football. Thanks to Shirley Roads for producing the show. I'm Morgan Aylers. Have a great night, everybody. You've been listening to the High School Huddle, brought to you by Tiebreakers, Champions Health and Fitness, Angus Grill, DriveHereNow.com, Sear Chop House, and Nash Hot Chicken. Tune in next week for another edition of the High School Huddle, right here on Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.